Yo, what's up, everybody? Happy Friday, happy Friday, happy Friday. Welcome to Conversations for the Culture. Yo, I'm super excited. We got a super jam-packed show. What I wanted to talk about, um, I just we can't talk about it because um, I wanted, you know, we got Oye here today, a friend of mine. Uh, he's from across the pond. We love to see it. And we wanted to, I wanted to talk about this, like, Eidos craziness um that we see Eidos versus everybody else and like you see it on clubhouse a lot but i said you know what i'm going to table that conversation for a little bit later so i'm gonna have you back on oye at some okay. point to have that combo just because so much happened this past week and i just really want to get into all of that anyways portia how have you been yeah. since the last first of all portia listen y'all for the listeners who don't know so as you guys know last week i asked portia to be the main co-host right to be my co-host for the show moving forward. She's like, yes, yes, yes. See, once they get the ring, they start, they stop acting right. So we <laughs> we usually <laughs> we usually record at noon. She's like, oh yeah, I think we need to record at three because I have oh, wait a minute. The other <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on. Because I'm not about to let my name be slandered. Am I lying? I asked <laughs> if we could push back the time only because uh-huh. I knew how prompt Micah was. And I was fully aware that I had to work something for my job super early this morning. They had your girl up at 6 a.m. I don't wake up for nobody at 6 a.m. But Jesus and the back. <laughs> but um, today... I woke up for the bag. So um, I had to wake up at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. And I wasn't done until 12. And good thing, because if I wouldn't have said anything, you would have been like, it's 12 o'clock, Portia, where are you at? <sighs> then you would have been on here telling the podcast that I was tarty. And Lord knows you don't want that. True. True. Well, I'm just thankful that you're here. I'm thankful that you're here. And then we got, oh, yeah, it's like what? 10 p.m. over there? It's 9.09 p.m. over here now. So I appreciate you coming and chilling with us at this late night, late in the midnight hour. So we're going to start. (laughs) We're going to start things off. Hopefully you guys are having a good week so far. I'm having a, you know, a mid type week. My, My week is very mid. Um. But today's episode is called Unseasoned Chicken and a 12-Year Apology. Unseasoned Chicken and a 12-Year Apology. So we're going to get into this unseasoned chicken, first of all. I don't know if you guys saw the video, but Paula Patton, we all like, I guess we like Paula Patton, right? She's non-problematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So we love Paula Patton. We like her. That, that's Rob, that's Robin Thicke's ex-wife, X, right? Yes. Paula yeah. Patton Thicke. Yeah, that Paula I'm Patton. I'm going to dedicate this song to my <laughs> <laughs> well, He was such a simp. No, but... um. <laughs> oh, shots have been fired early. Wow. Oh, you know, that's the vibe. That's the vibe. So Paula Patton, <laughs> uh, she made some chicken, right? She was, she was super happy about the mm-hmm. chicken. Um, now she, I'm going to play here in a minute. I'm going to play the clip of 
she came back yesterday and she did a slight flex. She was like, "Hey, I'm in Mexico with my son." So that was I was like, "Oh, not you flexing." And she's like, "I, you know, some of my friends been telling me there's a video out." So, like I said, I'm in Mexico right now, so I'm going to show you I'm I'm going to play that video in a minute cuz she responded to um she responded to it. Um but basically before I play this video, basically she made some chicken online and actually this was like a month and a half ago it's just trending because a tiktoker made it go viral shout out to black tiktokers we're the ones or you know black creators make everything pop uh nobody was checking for paula Patton or her uncooked chicken and then this tiktoker <laughs> made this video and then it just blew up so basically in this video you see um paula making the chicken she first washes the chicken with cold water okay and she just like does now she says in the she, she just does a real quick rinse what it looks like on the video okay and then she starts then she takes <laughs> the clean air quotes if you all could see me you could see the air quotes she takes the clean chicken and she throws it into the flour her organic flour, right? Her organic chicken and her organic flour. And then she shows us her seasoning. It's like paprika, salt, and pepper. And I think it has some green stuff, some oregano or something like that. And then she threw it into the frying pan. And then she started taking that seasoning. And as it was in the frying pan, she started to season the chicken. And then she flipped the chicken over and seasoned the other side. She says... Just a little bit. She said put a little bit, but for her, she says she puts more because she likes her chicken saute. <laughs> so here we go. I'm going to play the video right now so you can hear her uh, explanation for this where she talks about this is her mother's recipe. All right, listeners, listen to this. Hi, everyone. How are you guys doing out there? So I'm in Mexico ah, with my son and... Um, and we're out here anyways and um i woke up and then people were like you see on instagram and and TikTok and twitter they're talking about the way you fry chicken i was like oh no what um but that's okay i just wanted to respond and say listen i get it it might look crazy it is the way we do it my mom taught me it is my mom's recipe I do believe in washing the chicken and maybe the way the video was edited, it looks like I don't wash it long enough, but I definitely do because I feed it to my son and I fit it to his whole school. That batch I made, I made it for his school. Um, but anyways, it's all good because everybody's got their own way of making things and I'll take suggestions. I make a new kind of fried chicken, but I'm going to always make my mom's chicken the way that she did it. We put the seasoning in the, in the oil and all that. It's just the way we do it, but that's all good. I just wanted to send everybody love. I appreciate the comments and and the room for improvement and to know that this is just the old family recipe. That's how we do it, um, but it's all good. So I hope you all have a wonderful Tuesday. Sending you all love. Mwah. Bye. Okay, so we've heard the video. I just walked you through her recipe, like her four-step recipe. Um, how do y'all feel about this? Do you cook chicken like that? Do you, do you, you know, clean your chicken with cold water and then put it in a flour and then season the chicken once it's in the oil? I'm gonna let ladies go first. Michael, you know my mother. You, you know my mother. You know my mother very well. Mm -hmm. She is not rinsing no chicken <laughs> with cold just cold water she's not like no no 
Absolutely not. And then <laughs> flour is, yes, flour is a component. You know, maybe even paprika. But ma'am, where where's the rest of it? Where where I need something else. I need something else. What what else do you have? When do you season your chicken? Now I do know people who do season the flour. I've seen people season put their seasonings inside of the flour before. I've seen that. We season we season after. No, wait. We season when you flour it. Yeah, we mix the seasoning in with the flour. So you don't season the actual meat prior to? She marinate my mother marinates her chicken in mustard. She okay. saw some YouTuber uh-huh. say, um, hey, you need to marinate it in mustard and then put it in the flour and the seasoning and all this other stuff. It, it actually comes out really good, really juicy. So. Okay. Oh, yeah, real quick. Now, this is not <laughs> this is not a joke, okay? Do y'all is fried chicken the thing over there amongst black people? Chicken is chicken worldwide. <laughs> Listen, no, different cultures have different things. I don't know. Sure, sure. No, chicken is chicken worldwide amongst us uh, melanin-rich folks. Okay. Um, whether fried chicken specifically, maybe not necessarily fried chicken, but chicken in general, we 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 love chicken. And Nigel, okay. we, we eat chicken. It's, See? It's, it's the same. So, but what I will say is I'm, I'm, because I've had this argument with people about in Nige, we boil water and then use that on the chicken. That's how we clean the chicken to begin with, right? So you chop it up and everything, you take the boiling water, you pour it on the chicken and let it chill in that for a little bit. Then you rinse it off. Then you now add your spices. And because like our, in our culture, the um, spices are very spicy. Like you've got, um, the chilies, scotch bonnets, onions, garlic. So all of that is going in. And you've got all the other spices which you may throw in, like paprika, um, thyme, seasonal, chicken seasoning, all that sort of stuff. But I'm also, there's also another side that argues that you don't need to actually wash the chicken because that's more dangerous and it causes salmonella and all these other things. For me... I still do the boiling water. <laughs> like, and that's just me. I like whether it's right or it's wrong. For me, I feel if I boil my chicken, if I if I put boiling water on my chicken, rinse it off, put my gloves in and everything in a controlled environment, even if splashes are, are, are bad for your health or whatever, if I do it all in a sink, right? And not that the chicken is in the sink, the chicken is in a pot. Right. So pour out that water, mm-hmm. add some cold water to it, rinse it off, and then pour that out, rinse it one more time, pour that out, then add the spices, and then either you fry it or you cook it or whatever it is you want to do. That's what works for me. Okay. That's that seems a lot better. Whatever at the end of the day, it seems better than what she did. Literally she <laughs> ran it under some water. And I just never seen anybody, me personally, in all of my years of living at my big age of 35. I've never seen. Damn! (laughs) You funny, Marshall. Give me hearts. That's a great callback. Um, (laughs) 
Wow. You know I'm going to get that far behind from you. You know I'm going to get you back before the end of the show, Portia. I just hope you know that. And you never know when it's going to come. It's going to come and smack you like Will. Um, So, Portia. Wow. <laughs> Actually, guys, I'm not going to actually smack her, by the way, before you guys take a clip of that and say, I'm violence. <laughs> but, um, you got to throw in the disclaimer. <laughs> you got to. You got to in social media age. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, spices. I've never seen anybody season the <laughs> the oil, the grease. Like, once it's on the, the, the chickens in there, like, why are you seasoning it? I feel like that's a very dangerous thing to do because you're already dealing with hot oil, extremely mm-hmm. hot oil. But from the look of that video, her oil didn't seem that. Nice. <laughs> that's the other thing. <laughs> her oil. So, there wasn't, there wasn't the... any bubbles. <laughs> yes. You know, like when you do the flower trick where you throw the flower in there, it's supposed yeah, to pop up it, and you got to like jump back because you don't want to get that splash back. Like, <laughs> There was none of that. It was like very. <laughs> it was calm. <laughs> yeah, it was very. It was a very calm bubble. I don't know. Um, now she said this is her mother's recipe, and you know me. I know for those of you who don't know, Paula Patton is of uh, she's biracial. So <laughs> she kept saying this is her mother's recipe, even in that um um you know, statement. <laughs> it's crazy that she had to make a statement because we dragged her. But even in that statement that she made, she kept being like, you know, it's just the way that we've always cooked it. This is how my mom cooked it. I said, now wait a damn minute. So, you know me, I got to go to the, uh, I had to go to Google. You know, I had to go to Google because I said, which parent is which? That's the first thing that came. That's actually what I thought about when I watched that video. I was like, hmm, which parent is which? She kept saying her mom's recipe. So I looked it up. And Joyce Patton is very much <laughs> a white woman. <laughs> so it I... makes sense. It makes sense why, um, you know, she cooks chicken in the manner that she, she cooks chicken. It makes sense to me. Because I think the only white woman who I know can make chicken is that racist white woman. What's her name? Paula Dean. Yeah, Paula, Paula, Paula Dean. They serve you up a tub of butter and call you the N-word all in one setting. Now, this Fox News, I'm pretty sure he's Fox News. Um, Greg Kelly, I think it is. He said, hey, I'm si-, in all caps. Hey, I'm serious. Leave Paula Patton alone. I just made a whole load of fried chicken using her recipe, and it was completely awesome. I'm making it again every night this week. Finger licking good. Paula Patton rules. Sir, you're not allowed to weigh in on this conversation. You're not allowed to weigh in on this conversation. The only white man that's allowed to weigh in on this conversation is Robin Thicke, because I want to know. Yeah. This for you, Robin? <laughs> like, I'm not out here going to Greg. I'm not going to you, Greg, and saying, hey, Greg, let me tell you how to make goulash. Okay? <laughs> goulash? <laughs> I'm not coming to Greg and saying... Hey, can I tell you how to make a shepherd's pie? No. So we don't, we didn't ask for your opinion. Sit this one out. Sit this one out. And that was um, the spicy take. Every week we're going to start off with a spicy take. Uh, That's a new segment. And I feel like that was a good way to do it, spicy. And then she had no spices at all. So, you know, I think it went, (laughs) I think it went together. 
don't don't take that away from her. She had paprika. She did have paprika. She did have paprika. Okay, what do you season your fried chicken with, uh, Portia? <laughs> do you cook? I do. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never heard you talk about cooking. That's the only reason why I asked. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I. Wow, just gonna embarrass me on this platform. I, I told cook. you, wait, I told you I was gonna get you back. I do, I, I do, I do cook. Um, I just don't fry the chicken. My mother okay. fries the chicken. I haven't, I, I haven't decided to take that on just yet. Okay. So everything else, everything else I could do, I could whip it up. You say take it on like it's like a fellowship at a. <laughs> I mean, it might be now. Okay, this is gonna sound really backwards. Okay. Sound really, really backwards. I only because I'm not fully comfortable with like the recipe. Okay. Of frying chicken, so I know how it's gonna turn out, and I don't want nobody to roast me like we roasting Paula right now. <laughs> so, but I mean, I make a mean turkey. Thanksgiving, the turkey, that's me. Wow, see, me that, like, I can't do. That's hard. That's for like the past six years. That's been all me. All and me. if you f up a turkey, you literally <laughs> you, you ruin the whole entire holiday. <laughs> yes, my turkeys are world renowned. Okay, we're talking oh juicy, no dry, nothing dry over here. So I mean, it's a little backwards. Yeah, we, that's super backwards because turkeys are tough. But I, yeah, at my big age, I still won't touch the turkey just because, like I said, you ruin Thanksgiving if you ruin the turkey. My grandmother made sure she was like, Before I leave this earth, you gonna know how to cook a turkey. I'll say yes, ma'am. Plus, my dad makes the most amazing, he does a fried turkey, a deep fried turkey. Yeah. And it, oh, it's so good. I think that if like Jesus was to eat turkey. I feel like that's how he would eat his turkey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Tupac said, I wonder if heaven got a ghetto. <laughs> I'm saying, I wonder if heaven got a fried turkey. <laughs> Yo, check it out, y'all. We're going to take a real quick break. We got to pay the bills. We got to run this ad, and then we will be back after this message. So let me ask you this. Do you like men or do you like women? I just want to know, bro. I just want to know, bro. Let, let's just put that out there. Men hit on me all the time, different kinds. You know what I'm saying? Love is sublime, so I can't control who attracted to me. All I can do is just, like, do my thing, bro. Like, everybody who try to come, every letter in the alphabet in my DM, bro. Everything in between, bro. I, I, I really live this life, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just, like, rock star shit. I enjoy myself. I'm not in a fucking relationship. Yeah, fuck it. I'm, nigga, I'm polyamorous first and foremost. So all that monogamous shit, like... Niggas gonna love to argue with me after this damn show. I don't give a fuck, my boy. So you're not comfortable answering the question right now? I'm just, damn. He, he just got a question but for both you. Both of y'all pressing me, so I'm, I'm nah, wondering, nah, like, bro, if, like, what's I really said, going on between y'all two? Y'all wear the same cologne? Do you like men? I don't give a fuck, nigga. Call me white. Okay, I'm bisexual. Call me that. Whoa, I wasn't expecting that. His upbringing, his father's Kirk Franklin, this is really a shocker to me. Okay, family. You just heard um <laughs> you just heard a little clip from the Bad Boys Club 
Bad Boys Club, for you who don't know, uh, is the brand new show on Zeus. We're three episodes in. Portia may or may not be using my account. <laughs> allegedly allegedly that's the word we use here <laughs> allegedly so in this clip that you just heard uh two of the quote-unquote straight men on the show the straight cast members were pretty much badgering um one of the other cast members by the name of carry on franklin those of you who don't know he's kurt franklin's son so they were badgering him and they've been badgering him for the first three episodes, trying to pretty much force him out the closet. They wanted to know if he liked men. They wanted to know if he liked women, if he was gay, if he was straight, what he was. He finally said that he was bisexual. And then the one dude by the name of Mulamo, who's like the most problematic individual that I've seen on any TV show, he pretty much was like, um, he pretty much was like almost like smiling when he <laughs> when he found out like he conquered the world. So I'm start off with you, Portia. What were your thoughts on what has been your thoughts so far of this craziness of this show? It is a hot ass mess. <laughs> and I prefer it to be not be censored, but um I that's the only way I can describe it is a hot ass mess. Um but it's so doggone good. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I think it's really funny. So far, my two favorites are Gutta and Darrell. And I mean, I didn't realize that. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Gutta says, <laughs> but uh, I don't know why she does that, but I love it. Anyway, and I did not know how hilarious Mr. Where the Money Reside was going to be. He's but hilarious. He, he is hilarious. Um, as far as everybody else, I could do without them. I could do a literally, if there was just a show it was just Darrell and Gutta, I would watch it. <laughs> I would watch it. Everybody else. What do you think about the whole, and this is something that we see, I talked about it on uh, Instagram this week, Uh, we did a live about corny men, and we'll get into corny men here in a little bit, but uh, we did an Instagram live about this, and I think the two quote-unquote straight guys, especially um, Moolah Mo, I think they're super corny. Um, What are your thoughts about their fixation on knowing who's gay, who's not, saying that it's you know, trying to segregate the house between the gays and the straight. It's given to me, it's given very much black. This is the black water fountain and this is the white water fountain. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts about that? How they've approached this whole thing and their fixation, especially with Carry On Franklin? It's weird. It's mad weird. Like, there's no way that you can flip it, turn it, Missy Elliott, reverse it. There's no there's no way that you cannot say that it's weird mm-hmm. because it's just weird. And the one thing that made me really angry is the fact that Natalie Nunn tried to like defend them. And she mm. was like, I'm not coming to anybody's defense. I'm just saying people are going to have questions. And it's just like, nah, like that's nah, that's not, that's not a question. And they didn't pose it as a question and they didn't like, they didn't make it sound very welcoming. It was very much just like, hey, are you gay? Are you gay? So why can't you tell us that you're gay? And then people are like, well, why does he have to tell you? And they're just like, well, why, why can't he tell me? And it's just 
that's just weird. If you nosy, be nosy. If and you if know- you're curious, be curious. <laughs> but I don't know. I think it was, I think it's really strange. I don't think people should force people out the closet if they don't want to. Like, it's weird. It's mad weird. I just, I don't think that it was necessary. And to be honest, if you were listening, like when he, when they were in the van, Mm -hmm. when in the thing, he kept saying, hey, you see where I'm at? I'm in the middle. That's where I'm at. I'm in the middle. (laughs) He kept saying that. So he was saying that in so many words without actually saying I'm bisexual. So right. he was just like, how, why, how, why, why wasn't that enough? Mm. Like, I don't know. Is this show, just to ask, is this like a reality show? Because I've never seen it. It's quote, I didn't think you'd be a bad boy club fan. <laughs> it's very lowbrow. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a reality show, but obviously, any reality show, we don't scripted. know how much is scripted. I feel like they're all scripted reality at the end of the day. But yes, yeah. it's a reality show. <laughs> um, here we have um, excuse me, we had a show called Bad Girls Club that was very popular. Um, and so now this is pretty much like it's spinoff show. One of the girls who was on the Bad Girls Club, she's the producer of this show, and this is the Bad gotcha. Boys. Um, so all of the guys were like, terrible, "You said what?" I said her contour was terrible. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! So there's Uh-oh. ten guys. Oh yeah. Um, eight of them are members of the LGBTQ community, and then okay. two of them are Straight. professed cishet. I love that word, cishet. That's a clubhouse buzzword. Um, but yeah, the other two are cishet men. What does cishet mean? Oh yeah, Great. it's it's cis it's cisgendered cisgendered heterosexual men. Cishet. Right, I see. Okay. Yes. Listen, you learn everything on Clubhouse, bro. I'm learning. I'm learning a lot of stuff today. <laughs> Gonna learn today. Obviously, we knew. <clears throat> Sorry, you guys. I'm getting over a little bit of a cold. Not COVID, just a cold. Because mm-hmm. you know they just dropped a new variant. You know they just dropped a new variant, right? Yeah, it's called influenza. <laughs> Everybody catching the flu now. Um, but obviously, we knew that something like this was going to happen only because you put two straight guys in a house full of gay men. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that all of this should have happened, but... Right. Well, I think it opens up a conversation, and this is definitely something that we'll talk about in the future show, um, of toxic Black masculinity. Um because that's a real thing. That's a real thing. As far as I had somebody tell me one time, he was like, he doesn't eat. Uh, he doesn't eat like anything that like popsicles, bananas, um, hot dogs, none of that. He won't eat it in public. Because he doesn't want anybody to get the wrong idea and think that he's gay. <laughs> you know what? There's so many things that like <laughs> just... I think I think I'm pretty I'm pretty glad the childhood I had because 
there's so many things which are coming up that people are just taken so out of context and taken so personally. Like, you can't eat a banana because <laughs> you feel some type of wear a popsicle. Like you for like me personally, I always say if your core is strong and you know who you are and what you are, why do you care about what anyone else is gonna say? How are you gonna give somebody else? the ability to determine how you feel like to me that just makes no sense on on a lot of things i do get on certain things it might not be that straightforward but something like that yeah i think that's just i think that's just different and i feel it's unfortunately because of the era that we're in where there's so many like pressures unnecessary pressures <laughs> on people to portray a social media highlight reel in real life and on social media you know you can't mm -hmm. you can't just be normal mm -hmm. it's like being normal is is out of out of style like i i remember Riri was wearing this t-shirt where she goes um think whilst it's still legal to think like mm. and i'm just like do you know what that's actually really true because critical thinking is out the window no, no one wants to critically think. Everybody wants to argue under comments. Nobody wants to like just follow what they know should be right. They all just want to follow what's trending. Yeah, it's 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 strange. Shout out to the Riri. We love Riri here. We love Riri here. Um, Riri before I move on, I have one last thing to say about this. Um, I need straight people or whatever side of the fence you are on, right? Especially just, and we'll talk about this later. Just courting men in general, don't assume that people want you. This assumption, so, but I hear it a lot. People would like you'll hear straight people like, "Oh, I'm cool with them as long as they don't bring that over here. I'm cool with them as long as they don't try to hit on me." Like, who said that uh, anybody wants to hit on you? Yeah, that's weird. That, like, that's super weird. Like. You can't just be normal with people. Like I've got friends who are not straight mm -hmm. and we're all cool. Like that's not crossed my mind ever to say, oh, like like they're just cool people. That part. <laughs> like it just is what it is. They're just cool people. That part. So what like what it is? In fact, just going back to what you were saying about the two guys, but because it's scripted, that's why I didn't want to say much, because in my opinion everything that's on tv is scripted mm. so whether it's a reality show or whatever there's even an actual show i can't remember what it's called i think it's called unreal reality or something like that that is actually a it's a show about a reality show and it shows you how different things are put in place to cause different effects or people have different reactions or people have different responses you feel me? Like it could be like the girl who's doing the producing. She goes and say something to one, and then she goes say something to the other. And now suddenly they both have beef, but they don't know why. No one knows why they don't like each other. But something has been said, which may not have even happened. You know, so because of that, like reality TV, in my opinion, I just I, I never really pay that much mind. But with those guys, whether it's real life or it's script or it's whatever. There is no need, like, whoever somebody else is with is not your concern. Listen. It's if, not if your you, concern. If you're Focus not in on what you're room, doing. mind your business. Exactly. Focus on what you're doing. 
And well, like, why is that your concern? It, but then at the same time, you get, and this goes back to your corny thing. Like we had this in uni. You had a bunch of guys who'd like be talking about, oh yeah, how many chicks have you been with? How many chicks have you been with? And I'm just like, what is what is that concern of yours? Like, why are you guys concerned with talking about who's been with who and how many y'all hit? You know? It's weird. It's <laughs> yeah. weird. I need people to not be weird. I so think yeah, it's an that's... insecurity. I that's what I think. I just think it's it's, a, it's an insecurity that's just coming out through the only way they know how to express it by trying to be this false masculine yeah. which really is nonsense because if you got it you don't need to talk about it the true the true homies they don't be talking about yo i got with this like they that's quiet silent. quiet they could silent. be in the same room with the person and you would never know silence don't need to talk don't don't worry about me i'm good we <laughs> good know? over here we good <laughs> Yo, that's good. Oh yeah, bringing I like this. Oh, oh yeah, bringing some sound bites to the days. <laughs> he bringing some sound bites. So, all right, we're gonna move past that. Um, we're gonna talk about this DMV rapper real quick. This is gonna be a quick one uh, that happened. Um, his name is Goo New. Rest in peace to him and his family. Um, he's a DMV rapper. I've never heard of him, but I'm also old, so I mean, maybe that's why I ain't ever heard of him. Goo New was his name. Okay, so he had his home-going celebration. He passed away. He was uh, killed. Uh, he had his go home-going celebration at Bliss Night uh, uh, Nightclub. Um, the video went viral because he was standing up, right? And they were pretty much having a party, you know. Uh, Goonie's mother, uh, Goonoo's mother, I'm sorry, Patrice Parker Mor Morrow, she said that she should be able to grieve how she wants. She said that this is how they wanted to celebrate his life, and she does not understand the controversy. This is how he wanted to go out. We wanted to celebrate his life, turning up, having a party. Um, it went trending. You know, they showed like the crowd at the viewing. Like I said, his um, he was standing up in this video, and he was dressed up in like his you know his club clothes and everything. Um, Blitz Nightclub released a statement after this happened. They said, Our deepest condolences to Good News family, friends, and fans. Bliss was contacted by a local uh funeral home to rent out our venue for Good News home going celebration. Bliss was never made aware of what would transpire. We sincerely apologize to all those who may be upset or offended. Please keep Good News family and friends in your prayers at this difficult time. So basically, the it was a party. It was a club. They had a DJ. They was dancing. They was drinking. There was bottle service. What are y'all's thoughts? Is this weird? Is this normal? Um, do you want to go to a funeral in a club and see the person standing up on the stage? <coughs> no. Now, I'm not going to say that it's weird per se. Well, mm -hmm. it is weird. It is weird. Let me preface with that. But has it been done before? Yes. Yes. Not necessarily the club part, but it's been done before where I don't know how they do it. I think the body is stuffed, which is creepy. But um, yeah, they have people sitting up, they have people standing up, whatever, and they have and they throw a party. Now it doesn't necessarily happen at a nightclub. I, w I just want to know, was this nightclub open to the public or was it a 
private. No, they rented it out. So it was okay. Okay, yeah. cool. <clears throat> then I mean okay. okay. Oh it's yeah, weird, but okay. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, what do you feel about this? I don't know if I should speak because I feel like this might just like your viewership might just be like, who is like <laughs> this dude is controversial. <laughs> no, that's what we love. <laughs> because with me, first of all, because I've seen this stuff, right? I've seen the one where it's at the stripper joint, it's at the strip the strip club. This one where it's now at the actual club. Uh-huh. Okay, so I just wanna I just wanted to look at this logically. Gunu was age 24, right? Yeah. And they're saying this was his wishes. This this was his wishes. Mm-hmm. He's is he an adult enough to decide that he wants to be if he dies, he wants to be done in a nightclub? Like is is that 24? Is that the age to say yes, your wishes are the one that's my first question whether that's right or wrong second of all his mother is saying oh this is what i wanted and it's what he wanted so then that goes back to my first point is he of age to be able to decide second of all what type of lifestyle is he or third of all what type of lifestyle is he leading that he's thinking he's gonna die young right now the fourth thing and this is probably the the more important thing but this probably is more cultural your spiritual realm passage and your spiritual health and all those sort of things combined that to me in my opinion i think that's a sacred thing i don't necessarily think that your respect to your spiritual realm self is actually doing you any favors by saying oh yeah we're going to turn up in the club we're going to have strippers twerking on your dead body we're going to have you like I, I think there's a much better way of doing that i can respect that you know and that that for me is your respect to your spiritual self and the respect to your physical self which is still present before it goes into the earth and those things are obviously a way different level of thinking but that's what i'm saying at 24 is a dude going to be able to think like that and then looking at his mom i don't know how old she is but is she a mom that it was actually a mom and what i mean by that is did she become a mom as a as a child herself or did she actually live life as an adult to then become a mom and then mm. she can make adult choices and adult decisions. Because if it's a child that had a child when she was a child, <laughs> well, she's not going to have that experience of life to be able to make that decision. You feel me? I'm sorry. Portia getting this coughing in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this COVID cough. I let the last two slide, but damn. <laughs> it was that chesty one as well. Let me get my life so I felt that one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, those, but I feel you. Yeah, it's definitely those, those a, um, it's yeah, I, I'm with you. Um, yeah, I don't think that's how I would want to go out. 
Um, but to each their own, you know. To each but... their own, no doubt. To each their own, no doubt. It's just I like the thing for me. The thing with these sort of things is us as a community. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. it reflects on us when one person does nonsense or what may be perceived yeah. as nonsense is oh they're all like that. And that's mm -hmm. not the case, but we don't, like I said to you in that last conversation, we don't control our own media to be able to portray that, you know, mm -hmm. and those, these sort of images are the reasons why as a whole, it's hard to be taken seriously. If one person is saying, yo, defend these people and do this, and then you get them twerking in a restaurant, which is meant to be for family, or you get them twerking on the dead body at a funeral and you're having a funeral and like the two just it, it's hard for you to be congruent with the two right but those those are my thoughts and i'm uh i, I yield the mic, I I yield the mic. <laughs> um all right we got two more and then we're gonna go to our final break and then we'll come back after that so now we're shifting to our resident bad boy our resident our uh, the conversations for the culture favorite son. We're talking about Kanye West, y'all. Kanye over here. You say that again. Culture? We love us some Kanye. We do, but it's stressful to be a fan of his. Um, so which, which, which yay, old yay or new yay? I love all yay. Okay. So now Kanye it was supposed to headline Sunday night, um, Coachella, right? Mm -hmm. Now, everybody's been for ever since he started doing everything that he's been doing with Kim. Everybody's been like, you know, pull him, pull him, pull him, pull him. Like people have been, you know, actively trying to get him pulled from Coachella. Coachella mm -hmm. said, no, he's the guy. We want him. <laughs> well, in an update, Kanye dropped out of Coachella himself. Mm. Um, they didn't say why, but apparently he um, is going to be taking some time off. Right. To uh, they said that he did tell Kim last week that he's taking some time away to work on his mental health, which I love. I think that's really important, and I love that for him. Uh, I dropped the episode of the show on of this show right here on Wednesday um, about mental health. Um, so I think it's important that um, you know I think it's important that he's doing that. So he dropped out of Coachella. It was also saying that, um, and we're two weeks out. It's also been said that. He hasn't worked on his set at all, which I find absurd considering it's two weeks out. It is his Coachella. Um, and last time he's performed anything was back in December when he did that free Larry Hoover concert with um, Drake right. in L.A. Um, so in an update, Kanye yeah, has but he's done his, He's done his album as well. He's done Donda 2. Yes, he dropped that. But that was kind of like already done. All right, gotcha. So he, um, so Coachella... Um, Kanye replaces, excuse me. Ooh. So Kanye, um, has been replaced by the weekend. Okay. okay. And he, was Oh, also, we don't, we don't like the weekend. On I here. can't stand the weekend. I think Oof. he's super overrated. I like the weekend and this may be like a dysfunction of mine, but I like the weekend when he was like, House of Balloons. Yeah, House like, of Balloons. Yeah, yeah. Depressed House. week. <laughs> depressed week. The, the depressed week. Yeah. <laughs> Loving the crew. Depressed. He's huh? depressed now. Yeah, before, but I don't like this like poppy weekend. Yeah, before he went poppy. Yes. And became Starboy Poppy. Yes. Yes. I, I, I understand that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't I like this weekend. That. Now he makes like music that's supposed to be in like Grand Theft Auto um Vice City. Like <laughs> it's giving 80s Miami Vice vibe type music, and I don't like it. Um, and then the oh, other yeah. person who's replacing him that night is I don't know them, but Porsche seems to know them. Swedish House Mafia. Oh, okay. So you know them too. Yeah, they are like um EDM. Yeah, EDM house type of vibe. Okay. I just think that it's really funny that they needed two pretty major acts to, to replace, replace one person. To replace one person. Yeah. That is hilarious to me. Also, Billy Eilish and um Harry Styles are the other other headliners the previous days. Okay. Um, I don't listen to none of these people. I don't listen to Billie Eilish. I don't Billie, listen. Billie's to... got some good music. I don't. I don't really bump to Harry Styles. Billie, I've heard a couple of her things. She's good. I know they're big though, right? Yeah. yeah. Harry Styles is really big. Yeah, but I, I, he, I think he might be bigger hair than he is with you guys. Oh okay. no, 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 no! These oh really? Love Harry. Okay. Harry is very big here. Um. Okay. So is Billie. But I personally feel like there are two Billie Eilish fans. There's two different types. There's first album Billie or industry plant Billie is what you want to call her, whatever. And then the album that she just recently put out, Happier Than Ever. I hate I hate that album. I'm sorry. I'm just going <laughs> to be real. But where do we go when we're sleeping? Oh, that's a that's a good album. So if it was that Billie Eilish, I'd be like, hey, you know, okay. Harry, I do like Harry. I mean, I don't know all of his music, but some of his major singles I do like. They they really like, but um, this Coachella is going to be a snooze fest. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all don't have, they don't, you have, it's like you have heavy hitters, but like you don't have that 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 one you don't have that real real heavy hitter like beyonce kanye you don't rihanna you don't have you don't have that has rihanna done coachella i feel like she hasn't no but i know yeah. it would be complete mayhem if she ever did 100 would be because she's yeah i mean we love you know we love rihanna over here so i mean that's <laughs> really? what it is we love we love ourselves some Riri over here. You guys love ASAP as well, or is it just Riri? Um, well, you can ask Portia that. <laughs> you know, I uh, mm. I don't mind ASAP. Okay. I don't mind if we don't mind because the first time we talked about it, you didn't like him. I didn't like things that he's done. Oh, I'm definitely still not an ASAP. Fan. Okay. Like, do I have some ASAP Rocky songs in my in my um what you gonna call it? Yeah, I do. Okay. But you, you're just not really rocking with ASAP like that. I mean, I, I wish I wish she could have picked someone else. What did what did what did ASAP do? What what are the things that ASAP did that you are not vibing with? He's just made some very colorous statements in the past okay. um, about black women. And then a few, like you fast forward a few years after that, he also made some comments 
about the black community, which I mean, in one aspect, I get it. And, but in the other, in another sense, that was just like completely tone deaf where he was asked about a certain situation that was happening with um, a black kid here. Or no, not a black kid. Just, it was about Ferguson, right? Yeah, it was about Ferguson. It was about Michael um, Brown. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, um, he was asked about that situation and he was just like, it don't matter to me. I don't live there. I live in Soho. I'm rich. Like that doesn't affect me. I don't care if he was black. It doesn't affect me. So that kind of, that's a little rude. And mm-hmm. like, I, I'm a, at the same time, I do understand that like, you can't, black people are not a monolith. So you can't like just, you know, how you're black. So how do you feel? Like I, maybe he was responding like in that aspect, like, hey, like we're not, I don't know. But it's something as serious as that and you have nothing to say, no support, no like, I, you know, I'm, my thoughts are with the family, you know, police violence amongst black people are is crazy. With I don't know. I don't know. You could have said something better than I live in Soho. But I, mm. I don't know. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Like definitely and 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 you've got to be judicious in the in the situation that you're in, whether you want to be pro or against, you can decide. But if you want to be in the middle, you can still be um judicious in that statement and just be like like you said my thoughts yeah. and prayers with the family but i have no comments on the actual situation but then that brings me to another question yeah. why is it when something happens we always look to celebrities i'm not i'm not talking about this particular scenario but mm-hmm. in the melanin rich community why do we always want celebrities to advocate for things that they are not even versed about that's good. That's, That's good. True. That's because true. Because it's only the melanin community where we do that. I don't necessarily think other communities have. White people aren't like, damn it, why hasn't Carrie Wood <laughs> Underwood said anything yet? <laughs> you know, but then again, I do understand that they don't get the same struggles. Like they're not sure. they're not getting the same oppression. But for some reason with us, we want to look to the celebrities and not the thought leaders. Mm. Yeah. And I don't know why. Because very but... few times are the celebrities the thought leaders. True. Thank True. you. We're we going to move on to the next topic expeditiously, y'all. Speaking of Kanye West. Um... <laughs> That's a pretty good T.I. It's a good tip. Expeditiously. Oh, okay. What Kanye failed to realize at the end of the day, if we look at the precipice of the situation that we've eradicated ourselves in, I'd be like, T.I., what are you talking about? We're going to get to that corny man here a little bit later. But um, what you know about that? Kanye West. Um, so we know he pulled out of Coachella um, and we have us. We have. So he's trying to deal with his issues. Right. And um, so today, uh, this past week, 
Kim was on Good Morning America and she was talking about how she's in this thing for the long haul with um, Skeet, with Pete Davidson, right? She's in here with the long haul. So let's hear what she said. How serious is it? I mean, I am a like relationship kind of girl for sure. And I wouldn't be with someone if I didn't plan on spending a lot of my time with them. Obviously, I want to take my time, but I'm very happy and very content. And it's such a good feeling just to be at peace. Okay, so you just heard what she has to say about Skeet. She's in here for the long haul, all listeners. Girl, um, bye. Huh? Girl, bye. <laughs> Girl, bye. Um, and then a video surfaced late um Wednesday, early no late Tuesday night, I think it was, of um North, who is Kanye's oldest daughter. Um, she was driving with um Pete Davison Davison Skeet, and she was sitting on his lap. So he was driving and she was sitting on his lap. I personally think that's inappropriate. Now, there's people on the internet who are like, oh, the only people who think this is inappropriate are people who um, are think something weird about children. I personally don't think anything weird about children. Okay? You don't have to think anything weird about children. It's just inappropriate. I didn't say that Pete was a pedophile. No one, no one's thinking about that. I just think that it's inappropriate because that is not her father. That is why I think that's inappropriate. Oh yeah. Do you have any children? No. Okay. You don't have no kids. Team hashtag team. No kids. Um, I don't have kids. (laughs) Me neither. If I was dating someone with kids and I was like the other person, I probably wouldn't let their child sit on my lap. That's weird to me. Am I off in thinking that's weird and inappropriate? I think here's the thing. I think that it's weird in the sense that it's too soon. Yes. Like you just started coming around. Fetch happen and it's not going to happen. I think Kim thought that maybe going on GMA, Good Morning America, and um, doing this, and then the photo leaking of North being around, like, Pete. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like she's trying to pull a Sierra, and this is not a Sierra situation. <laughs> he gave oh. So you think she's trying to make Pete into a Russell? She's trying to make Pete into the Russell. And Pete is not Russell. Not by a long shot. So the fact that... And even with that, Sierra was dating Russell Wilson for a long time. For a while, you did not see future... Future the child. Yeah, baby future. future. Baby future. You did not see baby future with... Russell. You saw Sierra with Russell. And that's mm-hmm. it. Now, if they were together without the cameras, so be it. But the fact that I don't know, man. It's just too soon. It's just too soon. And then North is old enough to I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I just think that it's a little disrespectful. 
That's all. What do you think, Oye? Do you think that's disrespectful to have another man's daughter on your lap when you just started coming around for real, for real? It hasn't been, it's, this is really fresh. I feel like this is a very new still, a new relationship. So I've dated um, ladies who have had kids Mm -hmm. and essentially you, when you're in that scenario, you're, you're essentially a stepdad without any of the father figure benefits because Mm -hmm. you, you literally, if the, if the kid does step way out of line, let's just say that was a situation, there's only so much, I guess, correction you can do because that is not your kid right now when you're going to that scenario i think you have to be aware of that and at the same time you also have to be respectful of the fact that you are not the dad and you have to be respectful and mindful of the father mm-hmm. now when we now apply those to this scenario me personally i don't think you should be having especially with daughters i don't think you should be having them sitting on your laps with sons maybe you can carry them like on your shoulder and stuff like that and hang with them on your lap i don't think so necessarily either so i i think i think the word is yes inappropriate but i don't know because i've not seen it i don't know like was it a case of he was sitting down and then she was on just this leg facing that way or, or like I I don't know. So you so. know like when you're driving and you're helping That's like you know in a golf cart. Yeah, they were in a golf cart. Like a souped so, up golf cart. Yeah. So he was driving and kind of like a go-kart. Think of like kind of a go-kart. Right. And so she was she was in the middle driving yeah. as well. So I think mm, yes. okay, yeah. I don't think I don't think of that. <laughs> yeah. That's inappropriate. To yeah, me, that's think, inappropriate. Yeah, I don't think if that. If I was that, Kanye, I would spaz, I would spaz out. Yeah, I don't think now that that is grounds for like acting a fool. Yes. Because stay away from my child. What are you doing? Right. I would spaz but, out. But, I'd be spazzing out. The question I totally get that. The question though is, is there like is it because don't forget, is he just like, oh, let's play and drive and I'll show you how to drive? And the intent is literally just that. And he's not actually thought about how it could look. Like he's just like, oh, I want to give North a good time whilst I'm here and make a good impression. Because well, don't for- forget that there's that pressure on him as well. Yeah. To get the kids to like him. So he's like maybe trying to do that. And not realize the scenario that it could look. I like. don't trust any. I get what you're saying, but I don't trust anything that comes out of the Kardashian camp because I feel mm. like this not is a all, damn thing. I feel like this is all curated. I feel like Kim and Chris were like, "Yeah, this is exactly what we're gonna do. We're gonna do this. Just the timing, the timing of when the article. I mean, not the article, the interview happened, and then the timing of when this quote unquote was leaked. It just <laughs> seems like this is all a part of their." Everything they do is, I feel like everything they do is curated. Gotcha. So it's curated and calculated. It could be that as well. Yeah. But um, I don't for give me, nobody yeah. in my family the benefit of the doubt. So I'm not. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm they're trying to. Boss. I think they're trying to drive that man off the deep end. Right. No, not necessarily. I don't think they're trying okay. to 
drive Kanye off the deep end. I'll give them that. Okay. Um, just because that is, I will give it to Kim. She'll be like, that is their father. So I don't think she's trying to do that. But I do think that she's trying to push Pete. They're just they're just trying to push Pete and they're trying to do uh Sierra and Russell type of thing. Like, oh look, I'm ha- I'm gonna have my happy ending. Girl. Mm. All right, Culture Holics, check it out. We're about to go to our final break. Then we got two more things to talk about. We're gonna talk about the pivot podcast who were talking about. Sierra and Mr. Russell Wilson. And then we're going to talk about the 12 year apology that came 12 years too late. Um, but let us know, y'all. let us know in the comments on the, in the discord, let me know what y'all think. Um, was it inappropriate? That's what today's, uh, discord conversation is going to be about. Was it inappropriate? Should, um, you know, skeet have been with North, just let us know, y'all. Uh, we got to take the break. We got to take a break, and we will be back after. This. Russell and Sierra. Yeah, if Russell ain't had that bread, Sierra ain't going to be with him. <laughs> Russell Square. Yeah, R- R- Russell Square. Square. Russell Square. Sierra, Sierra had a, she, she has a good situation, but she was you don't the, leave Future they, she's and a, get with Russell Wilson. The, the, the thing is, I this, think that's what you You don't wrong, leave though. Future and get with Russell Women Wilson. Like, it's, a, it's a type. Listen, bro, everybody peace. got a type. Yeah, that's true. Everybody has a time. You're going to leave Future and get with Russell Wilson? Is, though, when you He's have... so square, and I love him on the field. He's this... a square. Channing. He's a f***ing square. Channing, you go from this level of toxicity, you just want something stable. You want the guy that was sitting with that girl with that big old mouth at the draft that was laughing, and you knew she deserved <laughs> to be with him. Goofball? Yeah, you want that you guy. You want to get with you... goofballs. Hold up. Okay, everybody. You guys just heard a clip from the Pivot Podcast. I love the Pivot Podcast, y'all. Um, we played something by them before when we were talking about uh, Michael Beasley and his mental health issues. And here we are again. Um, and they've given us another. You know, I love when other creators give me content for the show. It just makes my job that much easier. Um, so in the Pivot Podcast, as you guys just heard, <laughs> the gentleman of the show, um, Mr. Cunningham, I, I always forget his first name because he's irrelevant. Um, Fred Taylor and uh Ryan Clark, they were just having this conversation. Russell Wilson got brought up, Sierra Russell Wilson got brought up, and now we were talking about how they talked about how Russell Wilson is corny, he's a square. Um, if she if uh <laughs> Sierra did not have money, you guys should see Portia's face right now. If uh, Sierra didn't have money, then nobody would be checking for Russell. She wouldn't be checking for Russell. So I did an IG Live about this. So if you guys follow me over on Instagram, you can go back in my um, video section and watch the IG Live. It was a really good conversation. And I found out through that conversation by both the men and the women in the comments, I'm not corny. I always thought I was, I thought I was a corny. I thought I was corny, right? I thought I was corny. But they told me, no, you're not corny. I said, what? I'm not corny? And I thought I was. I thought I was corny. But they said I'm not corny. You're not corny, Micah. But what's wrong with being a little corny? That's what I'm saying. So what's your what's your definition of corny, though, Portia? Because I got a lot of different definitions today. Um, what's your definition of corny? Someone that just doesn't have any game 
whatsoever. That's and not she's corny. Like, maybe, maybe like they're a little like weird or off or like not even like I don't know. So don't from know. the general consensus, Portia, that's not corny. That's a square. So Russell might be a square, but that's not corny. So from what most of the people in the comments and who got on the live said, they said that corny is the dude who out here not taking care of his kids, that's corny. The dude who slides in your inbox and says, like, I guess this was a thing that was trending a couple of weeks ago. He slid in this girl's inbox and he was like, yo, just to let you know, I don't pay on the first date. If y'all, if you're not giving up no cheeks on the first date, then that's I'm not corny. paying. That's corny. The dude who wants to flex his money, that's corny. The dude that who, the dudes, the, them two dudes who were, um, in the house at the bad boys club and saying either you're with us or against us. Um, either you're for us or against us when it comes to straight versus, uh, LGBTQ, that's corny. The way that TI called that comedian, um, this week, this past weekend, how he called her a B because she made a joke about him and all of this, that's corny. So I think we're conflating corny and square. But honestly, I don't even think Russell is a square. I think Russell got game. <laughs> Why do you make those faces? Oh my gosh. Russell's a square. But that's cool. It's, what's wrong with being a square? There's nothing wrong with being a square. I think he's a little squarish. But what I what I also don't like is the fact that a lot of people are saying if Russell didn't have any money, Sierra wouldn't be with him. And it's just like, first of all, y'all, y'all not going to play in Mrs. One Two Steps face like she ain't got no money. Sierra got money, but she don't got Russell money. No, she doesn't have Russell money. <laughs> come on. But I mean, come on. She she got One Two Step. She got, she got Body Party. She got she, I love the way you run. No, I, listen, we love her, but she don't got Russell. I mean, she don't need his money. She does. She definitely it. doesn't need I his money, it. but she don't got Russell money. Football no. contracts versus the. Come on now, let's not do that. I mean, no. When we're talking about Russell's multi millions to her millions, yeah. no. But like, it's still millions. Yeah, it's still millions. And this is my thing. I think the dudes on the show. They're corny. The fact that they have this thought process and they're thinking like this and they're talking about why future, like anytime that you defend a future over Russell Wilson, I feel like you're a corny dude. That's really corny. Like what, what is so attractive about seven baby mamas? <laughs> that is corny. Corny and terrifying. Oh yeah, you're smiling. Um, <laughs> I feel like you're gonna actually push back against the conversation. So the floor is yours. Definitely not pushing back against conversation, but I do have questions. Okay, so you said it was pivot. It was pivot podcast, not athlete. I thought it was athlete. Yeah, the pivot podcast, but they're um, is under the umbrella of more than an athlete. All right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Because I remember it was the dude with the braids. I remember. Mm -hmm. I Conan Hammond's his last name. Yeah. I remember. Okay. So here's my first question. And if if it's a case of 
you needed to have paper or whatever, whatever. He was a bowler because I remember he played in NFL. So why didn't he bag Sierra? If if mm. that's basically well, he's married. Him. He's married, so he got a wife. No, but before before he got married, he could have <laughs> he could have been in the same club because he was he was balling right. at that stage, or he could have bagged the Sierra of his era. Well, he also wasn't on a Russell Wilson. None, none of those guys. Not saying Fred Taylor yeah. is probably the most successful football player out of all of those guys, but those guys, none of them are Russell Wilson at the end of the day. Like they don't got no Super Bowl rings. They don't, mm. as far as I know, they don't got none of that. So that's one thing. So, like, I feel like you shouldn't be like <laughs> they the 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 amount of criticism that they have for Russell, and it's like you're not even in his pay grade. On the same, yeah, you know, you're not on the same on the level. Same level. You see, that's that's the point I was getting to. Like those those who can't say who those who say it can't be done or or discrediting the ones who are doing it, and they've not done it themselves, shouldn't be disturbing the people who are doing it. In right. my opinion, right? right now, the other thing again, we're going to talk about paper. When Future got with CC, Future's level of paper was probably not as much as hers. I don't think. I think Future was like maybe in the three to five million and she was maybe the five to ten at that time maybe. i i think but yeah they might have been close but you I know think future she... you gotta remember future produces and writes and that's true. where the real money's at yeah true, but he gotta true. give all of it away for child support true <laughs> true you know, so for me personally, I don't think I don't think it, it was a case of the paper or anything because we're trying to say that oh, Cece was attracted to the paper, like like Portia said, Cece's got her own paper. Yeah, it might not be uh, NFL money, but she's got enough to live. Like I used to say it to a, to a couple of friends of mine, there's nothing that a billionaire can buy that 500 mil wouldn't be able to rent. You feel yeah. me? Well, say, that, say that again. Say that there's, again. There's nothing like a billionaire is going to buy that someone on 300 to 500 mil can't rent. Mm. You feel me? So they can still get the experience. One can rent it. The other can own it. Yes, that's the difference between owning and renting. But you can still get the experience. So now when we when we go back to CC and Future, again, because they were on similar levels, I don't think the paper was was important, and I don't think the paper between um, Russell and Cece is important. I think is the fact that she was at the point where that was the type of dude she wanted, and he was at the point where he was looking for his queen, and they got together, and it happened. Right now, this whole thing about being a square, like first of all, people got to de- they got to define to me what they mean by being square, even what people mean by being corny. Because to me, corny is embarrassing, right? Mm, that that's exactly that's, that's that's what I see corny as like you're embarrassing, right? But then there's an the urban dictionary level, which might be totally different to just like the standard dictionary meaning. So, but in any case, I've never thought Russell was a square. Yeah, I may not see him as yo, he's the swaggiest dude out there, but I right. don't see Drake as a swaggiest dude out there either. No, <laughs> Drake's a cornball, but that's exactly. okay. He's like made- Drake. Being Drake, a cornball, cool. Okay, I don't, I don't know about cornball, but I just know, I like, I don't see him as being the swaggiest dude, just on the scene, right? Future, because I remember, I remember when the brat was talking about, um, about um, the first time she met Future, she was like, he is super charming, 
I see why all the girls fall for him now, right? She goes, he's super charming. Now, this whole thing about Future and CC and this thing, I I think is just a nonsense statement. You don't have, Russell for me is not a square. Yes, he might not be the swaggiest dude. He might not mm -hmm. be that level swag, but I think he's a cool enough dude to be able, like he dresses well, he's dope as a sport, he's got the rings. So yeah, why not? Why not get with the chick that you like and she likes you? Future he dresses a lot better now than he used to. True, true, he does. Um, at the same time, future, yeah, future is super swaggy, but future doesn't have the, uh, I mean, seven, seven baby mamas. I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't understand the thought process of doing that. Like me personally. <laughs> Lori Harvey. Woo, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. No, thank no you, but you Jesus. see, the Fair thing with Lori, 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 Lori is very like she is. What's the word? She's trained to handle certain type of dudes. Just just with the way I see her carry herself, she knows, yeah. like, she's not going to be like, oh, my gosh. Like, she's not going to get starstruck. Mm -mm. Just from she the way I she, see her. She, exactly. Lori Harvey knows what the F she's doing. <laughs> exactly. She knows yeah. what she's doing. Yeah. Shout out to and, Majory. Um, <laughs> but, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. And for me, like, she, because of that, like, I don't see her falling into that category. Now, the last thing I'm going to say on, on this scenario is I don't think other peeps should be commenting on other people's relationships. I don't think other peeps should be comparing themselves to dudes who they're not even on their levels. It's, um, what was his name? Uh, the quote that goes, I only debate my equals, everyone else I teach. Who was it? I can't that's remember, but it's not. Uh, what's hold on? Um, keep talking. I'm I'm looking it up. Yeah, See, one day we're gonna have a producer who can look. Uh, we'll <laughs> be like, able to do this. I want to say yeah. Henriksen or something like that. I can't remember his name, but yeah, he um he he goes that. So yeah, John is Doctor John Henrik Clark. That that's it, Henrik Clark. Yeah. Um. So for me. I don't think you need to be commenting on someone else's situation. I don't think you need to be saying, oh, if 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 he wasn't as successful, blah, 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 blah. Because then we're we're going back to this thing where we're saying chicks are only focused on paper or money or hypergamy or stuff like that. And that I think is a really bad template to focus, even though yes, there are a lot of chicks who are that and they do that, but the majority of the world, bad news and bad headlines make it because they sell headlines. The good stuff doesn't make the same, doesn't get the same publicity because that doesn't sell. So we shouldn't be like saying, oh, that's what all chicks are about, whether they're celebrities or they're just normal people. So yeah, in my opinion, don't be talking about somebody else's situation when it's got nothing to do with you. You're not even on that level. And don't be putting chicks into a particular bracket because they're way more than that. Ooh, I think you're going to get a lot of... Listen, <laughs> they're going to be sliding in. Oh, yeah, it's the... They're going to be like, oh, I heard you on the show. And, uh... before, before we go into the next segment, one thing okay. I do want to ask you. Wait, you're, you're in the UK, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... Top boy. Let me adjust my cap. Top boy. 
Yeah. Is it, is, it cra- is it crazy over there like it's here? Yeah. Every, we, everybody loves Tough Boy over here as well. Because I'm, I'm obsessed. Yep. <laughs> no, I just started watching last night, Portia, because everybody's really? been talking about it. Yeah, I've never seen but it before. You started from the beginning, beginning though, because there's yeah. two beginnings. Why would I start from season two, Portia? <laughs> no, I mean, like, have you have you watched Summer House? What Summer House? See, you got start. You get that's the beginning. That's no the beginning. Top Boy is the show. Yes, but there's two. There's Top Boy Summer House, which is like the actual season one. So technically, they're they're on season. We're on season four, right? Is it three or four? I don't even know. I went to listen. I went to Netflix, right? And I typed in Top Boy, and whatever came up is what I started watching. It should it should have been two. It should have been Top Boy Summer House and then Top Boy. Joe, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, Top Boy's Top Boy's popular over here. As well, okay, because I'm I'm obsessed. I love the show. I've been watching it since they brought it back. Um, I feel like yeah. I feel like Top Boy is what power was to us, and Top Boy is to you guys what power power was to us. Oh, so I see Top Boy Summer okay. House in 2011. It came out. Yeah. Oh no, so I didn't watch. Actually, before I think I saw it when they said that Top Boy was coming to Netflix. And I kept seeing, oh, Drake is Drake is uh, bringing Top Boy or Drake is creating Top Boy or something like that. And I was just like, okay, what is this? And then I read the article and I was like, okay, I'll look at it. But then I started seeing a lot of articles based out of the UK and they were just like, well, if you're going to watch it, like at least watch Summer House. It's on Netflix. Watch Summer House first. That's yeah. 11 years like, ago. I watched Summer House. But this was like, this is when season one, when they were announcing season one, which is technically season three. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched it. I watched Summer House and I was like, oh, oh, this is <laughs> lit. This is crazy. <laughs> this crazy. Okay. okay, I got to go back and watch Summer House then. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. only like one episode in. It's good so far. But the UK, I love y'all shows. I love UK shows because, listen, I love American shows, but sometimes our stuff be too long. It'd be a lot of filler. It'd be like 20 episodes. And for, out of the 20, like 15 of the episodes be, be filler. <laughs> um, y'all shows be six, six episodes for a season. Five episodes for a season. I'd be like, oh, that's it? It's the next season already? Damn. I like it. It's a lot easier to follow. Some of my favorite British shows, um, I love Luther. Okay. Idris Elba, shout yeah, out to Idris, Idris Elba. Elba. Yeah. Um, but I love, love, love Black Mirror. I've not seen Black Mirror like that actually. I've seen <laughs> a couple of episodes here and there. Black but Mirror not. is a UK show. Yes, I did not know that. Yes, yeah. But they said the the creator said no, nah, we we cool. Like they have Americans come in and do different episodes, of course. But yeah, it's a UK <laughs> yeah. show. A lot of people started like I've seen a lot of people like um. Um, Daniel Kaluuya is on an episode of Black Mirror. Um, the girl who plays, um, what's her name? Letitia Wright. I think that's her name. Who plays Shuri. Shuri. Yeah. She's on, yeah, she was on Black Mirror. There's a lot of people who've been on Black Mirror. Huh? She was also on Top Boy. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, Black Mirror has, 
If you go back and watch Black Mirror, you'll be like, oh, I know that person. Oh, I know that person. <laughs> um, I loved I love the show, but like after the pandemic, they was like, Yeah, y'all not getting no more episodes. <laughs> the world is crazy enough. <laughs> the world is great. Yeah, the world is crazy enough. You're not getting no more episodes. So like this is the real life version of Black Mirror. For real. I, I remember everybody was saying like, yo, this is this is Black Mirror in real life. Because yep. it was one thing after the other. Like that first those those first four months of the pandemic was just like boom. Boom, another one, another one. Like, just something else is another happening. One. Like, what is going on? Another one. Another one. Another All right, we're going to wrap up with this last part, all right? 12 years, 12 years of slave, 12 years waiting for apology, 12 years not being able to work. Uh, we saw this weekend that um, producer-director Lee Daniels of the Butler fame, of Precious fame, of Empire and Star fame, um, the creators of these things, uh, he and Monique, um, they're reconciled. Um, he has a new movie that he's producing for Netflix. It was supposed to star um, Octavia Spencer. She dropped out. Now it's going to be starring Monique. Um, as we know, 50 Cent had been, who I can't stand him, but he had been, um, you know, pushing for Monique to have a comeback. But the real person, after doing some more research, because that's what I do for this show, y'all. I just don't, to my listeners, I hope you know, I spend time researching these topics, making sure that we, you know, give you guys topics. Me and Porter have literally uh, shared notes where we drop links, we drop, like, and then we figure out what we want to talk about, what we want to push to the next week. So just so you know, we just don't say, hey, let's record today and just start talking. <laughs> this, there's, a, there's a method behind the madness. But um, upon further uh, investigation, um, influencer, I guess you could say, commentary person, um, T.S. Madison um, had both Lee Daniels and Monique on her show. She interviewed them both at separate times, and she's actually the reason why they reconciled. So shout out to T.S. Madison. A lot of people were accrediting that to 50 Cent, but shout out to T.S. Madison for making this happen. I'm glad that this happened. Um, Monique has not been able... Monique is an amazing talent, okay? Um, one, she killed and precious, obviously. Uh, there's another movie that she did. You can see it on Netflix. It's called Blackbird. It did very well on the indie scene, but it didn't get like super huge, you know, love because she was, you know, blackballed. She's literally been blackballed for 12 years, not being able to act like that. Um, why was she blackballed? You know, she came at Tyler Perry, she came at, um, what's the guy's name? Um, Lee Daniels and Oprah. Um, she told Oprah that Oprah could suck her D. I didn't know she had one of those, but hey, that's <laughs> that's what she said. Uh, and she said what she said. And this whole time, though, her story never changed. Monique never lied. She maintained it. Um, a lot of people, don't, you know, people like Leonard, he gave her a hard time when she came on The Breakfast Club. For those of you who don't know, Leonard is <laughs> Charlemagne. Um, like everybody gave her a hard time. Everybody was dragging her. People were like, oh, she's not talented anyway. She only had one really good thing happen. And that was like, no, Monique is one of the best comedians to ever do it. Let's not do that. She's a great talent. And I feel like she deserves her flowers. And I just hope that this help. I hope this 
is the launching pad for her to kind of relaunch her career. The same way that we're seeing Janet Hubert get roles now and like she's getting cast for TV shows after her and um Will Smith reconciled, which I think is kind of ironic that Will Smith is being blackballed now after he was responsible for having a black woman blackballed. I just think that's kind of ironic. Whether you're for or against Will, I just think that's ironic. He knows how Janet Hubert felt all of them years of not being able to work. that he's signing himself into a rehab? Like, for what? Well, once again, you don't know what's happening behind closed doors. True. Like, he probably has mental issues that we might not know about. And then, I don't know her. I'll never judge a black woman, but I feel like from what we see, I feel like that's a hard person to be married to. We're talking about Jada. I feel, I feel like that's a hard person to be married to. Huh? Jada didn't make that man go up there. No, not just, no, she didn't. But being married to Jada, she publicly trashes him all the time. You need to look at it in the context of everything. That's, I think yes. that's what Micah is trying to say because we're not living with them. We don't know what's actually going on. We don't see the reactions to certain things. All we just know is what they've said. Yes. And that's why, like, this whole thing is really hard to actually just determine whether it was planned or wasn't planned or it was staged or it wasn't staged or it was a reaction him personally or it was a reaction because he felt like he had to do something like the the main point is violence is not the answer definitely but at the same time can you police how someone should react when you do something to them in a particular scenario That's- like yeah Cause she's called him corn. She's called her own. She's called him corny before. She said he was when she first met him. She thought he was corny. So like, you didn't you didn't know that? I mean, I mean, no. Will can be a little corny. No, once again, that long ass conversation that we just had about I what know, corny is. I know. I know what you're talking about when they first met. She said that she thought she was that he was corny. But yeah, he was a fresh prince. He ain't supposed to be a thug. But that doesn't mean corny. Not being a thug does not mean corny. We just talked about that. I think that thugs are corny. <laughs> they are. How are you out here pushing the poison into the community? That's corny. Pushing pee. Anyways, this is about Monique. We're, we're going to get to Porsche. Porsche's that. See, Porsche's the reason. <laughs> You're toxic. <laughs> You're the reason why. Am I the drama? Yes. <laughs> you literally just define what corny should be and what it shouldn't be. And then you went right back to be like, well, he's corny because he's not a thug. OMG. Mm. You like thugs, don't you? That's your problem. No. <laughs> You've seen like, all the men that I've dated. I think I've dated more corny guys than that's I That's not corny, though. We just <laughs> talked about this. We said they could be okay, square. I- more square guys than I okay. Have the dude who's on the corner of seventy first and Jeffrey talking about, and he's forty, and he's like loud, 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 loud. That's corny. That's seventy first and Jeffrey now. Um. Anyways, <laughs> I hope I didn't offend anybody listening. Um. Back to Monique. <laughs> Somebody be like, I'm forty and I still push my pee. Um. I'm so big age. Okay, so Monique. <laughs> So, so Monique Portia, how do you feel about this? Are you happy for her? 
I am so happy for Monique. I am so happy for her, especially growing up and seeing who she was before she got blackballed. Like Miss Parker, the go-to host for the BET Awards, and she shut it down. One of the most iconic moments in the BET Awards when she came out there and she danced to Beyonce "Crazy in Love." And she did. She did the whole routine. She did the whole routine. Shut it down. And she, you know, she did it for the big girls. Shout out to the BBWs. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Y'all, that's an inside joke. And Michael, it's, it's an inside joke between them. If anyone listen, I, I I'm new here. I don't know what this joke it's is. An inside I'm... joke. And um, Michael <laughs> waited to the end to get me back. So I yeah, that's the real. That was the real get you back. <laughs> that was the real get you back. Oh my god, I still can't believe that happened. That is, whoo. Anyways. Continue about being happy for a moment. Nope, no one DM me asking me what the joke was about. I don't know. So I will I will tell I will tell people the joke at a later date. Yeah, we can't give him everything. Oh, you know. I can't. I can't. It's too long. It's too long. It's too long. We'll be on here for two hours. <laughs> oh, that's good. But we gave him a teaser. So now they can now they gotta keep listening so they can figure it out one day. Um, do you think that Lee Daniels should have waited this long? Mm-mm. It's long overdue. Yeah. Long overdue. Um, yeah, I'm still laughing at what you. At what? I'm sorry. It's long. It's long overdue. What That's kills what me I'm... about it is like this is literally like she's a person. Like, imagine what you do, right? What you love to do, and. Now I'm going to take that away from you for 12 years and you can't do it. Like, see, this is her thing. This is what she was. I believe that we all are born into this earth, right? Born into this world to do that one thing, right? That's to, and that thing is purpose, right? We're here. We, you know, and we spend so time, so much time trying to discover that purpose and find that purpose. And then when we find it, we have to live in it. We have to move in it. We have to just continue to walk out our purpose, right? One of her purposes is in this on this earth is to share her gift with the world, to be able to make people feel something, whether that's on the stage with comedy, whether that's through film, through television, make people feel something from her performances. And she wasn't able to do that to the full capacity because these people were upset with her for not quote unquote playing the game. It's just it's it's weird. It's it's sad to me because we see and this type of stuff for 12 years. Gaslight her for 12 years and it's like I got gaslit by this remember I won't push them put them out. I got gaslit this week by somebody um Hey man, but uh, twelve years not being able to fulfill that purpose, twelve years of being kind of stifled, um, it's sad when you think about it. And it's what one thing that I see is happens to Black women more, right? And once you get that stamp, Janet Hubert told Will Smith that during their um, sit down on the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air uh, reunion, she said, "Once you're stamped with the um, 
She said, once you're stamped with that difficult black woman, it's, it's, that's a wrap for you. And we saw, we didn't see her for years. We didn't see her until then. Mm-hmm. Why? It's not cool. It's not cool. And I see it happen to black women all the time. And then just, you know, then you got black men who do whatever they want and then they just recover quickly. Even people like the baby, the baby's still out here working and he's done multiple things. He's been abusive, domestic abuse. He, he, <laughs> the baby's a trash man with a trash character. Um, corny. Corny. Yes. See, that's corny, Portia. That's what corny is. Um, but yeah, domestic abuse. He said what he said at Lollapalooza. Uh, you know, if you ain't got AIDS and HIV, put your, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, rolling out because he got kicked out of Lollapalooza. Yeah, rolling out. Put your lighters in the air. Um, he was at the bowling alley. He had the incident where he beat up Danny Lay's brother at the bowling alley. The same bowling alley that was featured in Bad Boys Club this past week, by may I add. So, like, all of these things. And, like, he's still getting features. He's still getting jobs. Um, you got Tory Lanez out here that people are still supporting Tory Lanez. Like, all mm-hmm. of these just, like, weird, problematic people. and But when it's a black woman, it's like, don't believe her. Silence her. She needs to learn how to play the game. Steve Harvey even said it when he said, Mo, at the end of the day, Mo, you got to pick money or morals. Because how are you going to help poor people if you poor yourself? And she said, Steve, brother Steve, you're my brother, but I choose morals because my babies and my loves, we choose morals. And when I looked at that man and I looked over at my husband and I said, Daddy, <laughs> I hate when she says that. She said, I said, Daddy, we want to choose morals. And then Steve was just like, you can't choose morals when you want that bad. You got to play the game, Mo. You got to play the game, Mo. Survey sales. Play the game, Mo. That's not that good of a Steve Harvey. Oh, that's not a good Steve. That's not a Steve Harvey. That's not Steve Harvey at all. It was was more like a Trenzel Washington. Washington. <laughs> I work on my Steve then. Portia. Everybody else, everybody else, you have down pat. How was my Monique? My your Monique is, is your Monique is great. Sweet but, Steve but, was Steve, but your Steve, okay. your Steve needs some work. Okay, we go back to the drive board for Steve. But no, I think <laughs> I think a lot of people failed Monique. I think a lot of people failed her. Oprah definitely failed her. I don't rock with Oprah anyways. I feel like Oprah is, um, yeah, Oprah tap dances. And she don't have to. She a billionaire. Then why does she still tap dance? How'd you get the billions? Ooh. True. You know that Daffy Duck gif? You know that Daffy Duck gif where he's like tap dancing? Have you seen that one? (laughs) That's Oprah. (laughs) 
I just don't like her, the way that she's attacked so many black men and then she's caped for Harvey Weinstein. Like, I just think that's really weird. Disgusting. It's disgusting. disgusting. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you a fan yeah. of Monique? I've like I used to watch the Monique show and what was the um what was I can't remember because I watched it like back in the day like my when I was growing up the one because she had a TV show the Parkers the Parkers was that the one and then she had like a daughter mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's the one yeah that was funny like I used to yeah. watch watch that Family Matters like yeah watch watched all of them that was that was good. Um, I didn't actually know that she got blackballed. I actually yeah. did not know that until you guys just brought this up. Um, I just thought maybe she was behind the scenes, maybe doing producing or directing or something like that. But I didn't realize that was actually a whole blackball situation. Now, one thing which is interesting because I did know about Aunt Viv, and I think it's well, not interesting, but something that's highlighted is we want to talk about moving forward as a group, but if we are stopping other people from progressing with their careers, that affects us all at the same time because it's a team sport. Mm-hmm. If if you're trying to if you're trying to combat inequalities. You're trying to combat racism. You play as a team or you lose by default. That's something I learned from Dr. Claude Anderson. So if we are saying, oh, we're going to stop this person, this person, there's no group economics with that, first of all. Second of all, we're just stifling our own progress. You know. Now, I don't know what she did to get that um, experience placed upon her. She wow. didn't want to promote the movie Precious. She didn't want to do a full press tour and travel and pay for her own way to get to and from everywhere. She felt that she fulfilled her obligations and she didn't want to go ahead and promote for it. So, you know, when you're up for an Oscar, you got to do like extra promotion. Right. And she didn't feel like doing that. And she said it wasn't in her contract, so she wasn't going to do it. Okay, then if because I'm pretty sure with other people they have that stuff in their contract and then they pay them for it. So if it wasn't in a contract and you want me to do a service, then pay me so I can do the service that you want. It's, and that's what she said. But when a black woman stands up for herself, she's difficult. Mm-hmm. And she needs to toe the line and stay in her place. I see. Well, I am glad that she. I'm glad that they've reconciled. I hope that the individual, the guy who caused that to be the experience she had, I hope he has found a way to rectify that and grow as himself. Because the petty version of me would be like, F you with your sorry. Me, mm-hmm. that, that's, that's just the petty version of me. But the mature version of me would be like, I appreciate it. And I hope there's a way for us to move forward from this and actually not let this happen to anybody else because I don't think anyone else should have, and this is a Kanye thing, you shouldn't let anyone else have the ability to determine your earning power or to stop Mm. your earning power based on your own creativity. Your own creativity is a God-given right. So like you said, everyone has something that they're really dope at there shouldn't be another human being who's able to determine whether you can use your 
skill or not. Mm. You feel me? Well, I said that I hope all his TV shows continue to get continue to get canceled <laughs> until he does right by uh, Monique. And listen, Empire got canceled, Star got canceled. It looks like our kind of people got canceled. So I said, you not canceled? I think so. I shouldn't be surprised because I wasn't watching it, but. See, I- I said, you ain't going to see success until you do right by Monique. Hello? Prayer warrior right here. <laughs> Listen, the prayers of the righteous are bad as much. Um, <laughs> check it out, y'all. Real quick, we're going to do this. We're going to do the rundown, all right? Because I got to go ahead and get out for here so I can go ahead and i am got to make my dinner. Uh, I'm going to make me some chicken, but it's going to be seasoned. And I'm going to clean it. I'm going to clean it. With more than cold water, I'm going to season it with more than paprika, um, and I'm not going to wait till the. Well, I'm going to air fry it. I don't eat fried chicken like that anymore, um, unless I'm like buying it from somewhere. Just because the air fryer is everything. Mm. The air fryer is everything. Unless it's Harold's. I don't even eat it. The last time I had it, ask me the last time I had Harold's was like a month and a half ago. I'm very proud of you. Yeah, I'm trying to eat better. You know, I'm in the back in the gym trying to get right because I'm trying to take like shirtless pics and put them up on my Instagram and then put <laughs> that's how I'm gonna grow. That's how I'm gonna continue to grow. Um, and then I can put like cool, then I can pull like put like inspiring quotes on the pictures, like in the little quotes. captions, like God is good, but it'd be like <laughs> first, this man trying to first trap. <laughs> but it'd be like a picture of me, like a side shot with like the, you know, where you show the V. It'll mm. be like that. And I'll just be like drinking, uh, drinking out my water. <laughs> and it'll say, God is good. <laughs> a blessed day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to do a progress. Yo, I did that a couple. I did a little progress pick in my stories uh, last week after the week before last. When I, you I know, saw that. I was like. Whoa! My DS was jumpy, yo. <laughs> it was just a progress pick. I wanted to see people mm. to see my body on day one and then like mm. see my body on day 30 and so on and so forth. You know, I'm you just huh? I said you look great. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Wait till the summertime because listen, listen, because I'm trying to I'm trying to on my birthday weekend. I'm trying to go out the country, trying to be on somebody's resort, drinking mm. margaritas, frozen mm. margaritas with no with no shirt on. So to be able to do that, I have to be in this gym. I can't be eating Harold's chicken, you know. So I'm just been in the gym working out, eating properly. Anyways, y'all, y'all don't need to know that. But yeah, if you guys want to see that third trap, just slide in my DMs. Um <laughs> Portia, listen. I I'm I'm trying to be found. Um <laughs> I got some thirst trap. I'm afraid, I'm afraid to because my Instagram is connected to, even though I could turn it off, but mm-hmm. my Instagram is connected to my Facebook. So I I still have a few pictures for Puerto Rico. Oh yeah. That I can that I can post. Mm. But I'm just I'm really it's they're fire. They're really mm. fire, but I'm just a little like. Mm. Listen, I don't know if I, I I don't know if I'm that girl. I don't it's know if I'm that girl. What I'll would Lori do, Micah? I'll send them to you. But what I don't would Lori do? What, what would Lori, Lori do? do? And I'm not talking what about Lightfoot. I'm talking about Harvey. Harvey yes. will post them pictures. <laughs> 
Portia, where can no. I'm not Lori Harvey. <laughs> we'll go to our guest first. Oh yeah, where can people find you? Um, first of all, thank you for having me on this. It's been it's been an amazing experience. It's been funny. Um, <laughs> it's been hilarious. Like the banter, I love it. Everyone can find me uh, via Instagram, probably the easiest. So my name is Oyetola, Oye for short. And my Instagram handle is at T's, T-E-E-Z, thoughts. All right, before we move on from Oye, because listen, I'm telling you, you're going to, I be knowing stuff. When I bring certain people on, they be like, Oye, are your DMs open? <laughs> are you single? Are you single? Why'd you guys have some chicks for me? I mean, okay, y'all, y'all heard that answer, so he's single. So I, hey, I, I, I didn't say either way. I'm just, I was just asking. I'm just asking. I don't know. Our listeners, they be doing stirring. You know, they be sliding in DMs sometimes of the guests. Well, the, the, this is the one thing I always say. Like, it's not the react. It's not the person who's sending the DMs is the reaction of the person who receives them. So, <laughs> okay. I don't know, y'all. Yeah, you should see what happens. Y'all. <laughs> it happens. It's almost summertime. It's shooter season. So get it's out here and season. shoot the shot. We just came out of March Madness, y'all. Shoot y'all shot if that's your thing. Portia, where can the people find you? People can find me at Instagram, Porsche Baby 90. What what? I don't know why I did what what. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> that was corny. <laughs> That, that what what was called <laughs> but yes um instagram twitter same thing porsche baby 90 p-o-r-s-h-b-b-y-9-0 real straightforward i love y'all as always all right y'all and you can find me at it's michael b on instagram it's michael b on twitter it's Micah B on TikTok. I be talking reckless on Twitter, though, just to let you know. So, like, I probably will tweet something at some point that will offend you. And I'm pretty and sure, like, <laughs> once this blows up, like, once we blow up, Portia, because I know we will, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to go back and audit my Twitter at some point. <laughs> We've already had this conversation, Micah. I, I'm going to, I need to get my Twitter yeah. scrubbed. Just from, yeah. like, when I was in my early 20s. And yeah, I don't know better. I'm Twitter scrubbed. Scrubbed. Cause people be like, "Yo, is he this said year? this on March 15th, 2017, on 2014." I'm like, "Damn, I said that." Oh <laughs> hell! <laughs> like, ooh, I know. I do that sometimes. With Facebook. Well. Facebook gives you your memories. Sometimes I read something I wrote like way back when, and I'm like, "Yeah, let me delete this." <laughs> I can't that I said this. Oh, um, and then you can follow conversations for the culture, y'all. Um, at Convos FTC, at Convos FTC, um, on Instagram and Convos FTC on um Twitter. Uh, last but not least, family, last but not least, um, if you want to go ahead and be on our um text list, uh, basically, once you get on the text list, you'll get information about the Discord, you'll get information about upcoming pop ups that we're going to be doing here soon. Uh, just text me combos to 773-923-3774. That's combos to 773-923-3774. This has been an amazing episode. I can't wait. 
I cannot wait to get y'all's feedback from it. This is Conversations for the Culture. I will be back on Wednesday. Uh, Portia, just so you know, I come, I do two shows a week now. One week, one of the Wednesday shows, you're not here for them, really. Um Unless you want, because you know, I respect your time. Um, so that's that's when I do some of my solo shows, or that's when we're gonna do like some of the content that's like, because I don't want to do just heavy content all the time, right? I'm just like, oh my god, this is depressing. All you talk about is like super heavy stuff. So then Fridays is when we really go all in and we do the super show. So that's how it's going. So don't feel no type of way when you hear the show, when you hear that I dropped the episode without you. All right, don't 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 feel no type of way. Disclaimer. It's yeah. okay because I hate hearing my voice anyway half the time. So oh shush. Ooh, no, 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 not shush. I do not silence black women. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. We gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. Whatever you do this week, all right. I wanna just tell you, put yourself first. All right. Put yourself first. Uh keep praying to God and whatever you do, please, please, please wash and season that chicken. I will see y'all next week. It's like this is literally like she's a person like imagine what you do right what you love to do and now I'm going to take that away from you for 12 years and you can't do it like see this is her thing this is what she was I believe that we all are born into this earth right born into this world to do that one thing thing right that's to and that thing is purpose right we're here we you know and we spend so time so much time trying to discover that purpose and find that purpose and then when we find it we have to live in it we have to move in it we have to just continue to walk out our purpose right when her purpose is is in this on this earth is to share her gift with the world to be able to make people feel something whether that's on the stage with comedy whether that's through film through television make people feel something from her performances and she wasn't able to do that to the full capacity because these people were upset with her for not quote unquote playing the game. It's just it's, it's weird. It's it's sad to me because we see it this type of stuff for 12 years. Gaslight her for 12 years, and it's like I got gaslit by this. Never mind. I won't push them, put them out. I got gaslit this week.